What episode are we up to? Ten. You sure? Nope. Uh, <laughs> doesn't matter. I should start with something classic like... You don't uh, know what episode you're listening to? Fuck off. Wow. Turn it off now. Wow. Turn it off. Welcome to Dyson Pixels episode 10. <laughs> now that felt a little aggressive as far as intros go. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. Okay, welcome to episode 10. Um, today on the show, we planned to have a lot of stuff, but uh, due to some equipment malfunction. Malfunction? Uh, you mean me you forgetting to home. bring the uh, appropriate equipment? We won't be doing the interview that we were intending on well, doing. Well, that's okay. This is Puck anyway. This is cue ball. Um, failing to remember the equipment. How you going, Puck? Yeah, I'm pretty good. Pretty good. What, 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 what have you been up to? What have you planned? I was playing Mountain before, which has been out for ages, and I still can't work out what the fuck is going on in that game. Yeah, what is it? I hadn't actually It's heard a mountain. It. It's just a mountain? Just a mountain. Floating in space. Occasionally things collide with it. Thank Asteroids, you. cellos. I'm going to help you out. Mountain Game Guide. Let me just search this up for you. Oh, I can't wait till you read this. This um, is going to be an exciting thing, because the Game Guide is going to be a guy staring at the camera, not saying anything for 37 minutes. How to be a good mountain. There is a Steam Guide. How to be a good yeah, man. how to be a good man. Uh-huh. Um, do, 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 do. I feel that this is unimportant, a terrible start to the show, um, so... <laughs> oh, here we go. You can make it rain fish. Right. Did you know there's, do you know there's codes that you type in? No, but it actually makes the game uh, a lot more playable now. Um, so it's in, a good screensaver, I'll give it that. So, in order to make it rain fish, you have to type in uh, CXZXCCCXXXCBB. Simple and memorable. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Great. Uh, one thing I would like to mention at the beginning of the show. Uh, um, remember, 8th, next week, next Thursday night, Dyson Pixels Christmas Party, 6.30pm, December the 8th, at Fusion Brazilian Restaurant and Bar at uh, North Lakes. Links are on our Dyson Pixels Facebook page. Whose Christmas party? Our Christmas party. Oh, our one. I was, yeah. at, I was at the 8th. I'm saying, please, RSVP. Don't just mark yourselves as interested. We need the RSVPs what to make sure about? we secure the, We've, secure the venue. We have like 100 interested people. <laughs> like <laughs> seven attendees. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, but from what I understand, all the people that are actually going have gone, oh, yeah, I'm interested. Because they're just, what's this new hipster generation of things? Not committing to anything. You know what? It's going to yeah. be a surprise. Oh, we have eight going now. Ooh. Oh. oh. Okay, shit just got real. And what, 27, 30 interested or something like yeah, that? Yeah, welcome to the party, Scott Wilson. Wait a minute. You're coming with Donna Wilson, I would assume. That's cheating. No, it's not. They're already coming originally. Oh. Vince? Is it Vince? Vince hi. is ca- oh, Hi, Good. Vince. Hey, Vince. How you doing, bro? Hey, Vince, Scott and Donna, long-time listeners of the show. <laughs> I've seen <laughs> photographs of uh, them listening to us in the car. Yeah, so um, it's lovely. So I was just looking at a fantastic game just before we. What's uh, that? Uh, oh, I've forgotten it. What was it called? Um, Rascal Randy. No, Rufus. Uh, shit, I've forgotten it. Like immediately, Rad Rowdies. No, Rad Randy. Rad Randies. <laughs> that sounds terrible. <laughs> that sounds like a porn. Um, Fuck me. Hang on. Um, you keep talking. Well, okay. Yep. Great. So we'll just uh, we'll just take a little time now to to reflect on the events of the week. Rad Rogers, thank you very much. Great, great work, professional. <laughs> Rad Rogers, tell us about Rad Rogers. Oh, Rad Rogers, it looks great actually. It um, looks like it got released first of December, so it's a new game. It's a newbie. Um, and should we uh, review it next week? We'll review it next. We week. We are definitely reviewing it next week. I'm uh, I just bought it on Steam. I'm currently downloading it. Good um, stuff. It's a ten gig game. Wow. Yeah. That's 10 gig of 8-bit graphics from what I could tell. No. No, God, no. No? No, 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 no. I wasn't looking at it. I only heard the trailer. <laughs> no, it's... um <laughs> speaking assumptions. So, my immediate thought when I, f- was, when I looked at the trailer, I didn't read the description, but my immediate thought was, oh, it's Commander Keen. Oh. Right? And then I read the description, and yeah, it's, it's inspired by Commander Keen. So, imagine a more 3D version of it, um, and it's... Um, no, it looks great. It looks like a lot of fun. Um, not for kids. It looks like it's got a whole bunch of swearing in it. That's fine. They're the most fun. Well, we'll check that out next week. Yeah, we're definitely reviewing that one next week. That sounds good. Um, and uh, how did you go with pl- with like continuing to play the games we reviewed last week? Because I still have been playing Dungetris a lot. 
I've been playing Dinjitris a fair bit. I've been playing Forts nonstop because I'm aware that at some point we are hopefully going to be able to have a uh, 3v3 or 4v4 with the uh, devs. Didn't you get another key? I did. Where's I my key? I didn't give Where's you that key. Where's my key, key you son of a bitch? Yeah. Um, whoops. Can you send me that key, <laughs> I forgot. Please? Yeah, I'll send you yeah. the key. <laughs> we have another key. You can actually play it. I um, wanted to keep it all to myself. It's awesome. Yeah. Um, um, I'm stuck in Abbey. Abbey? I'm stuck. I haven't gone back to Abbey it's yet. It's good. But yeah. I'm stuck. I, I love that time. game, but it's stuck. Um, but in other news, there's, there's new news this weekend. There's some really awesome things that I've come across, which are fantastic. Because um, I, I get just realised the no, word news didn't. is made up of new, and there's multiple of them. That's where news comes from. No, it's because there's, there's lots of news. You know, like new things, what? but they just drop the word thing, so it's lots of news. They're news, the plural of new news. I think there's probably a more sophisticated Latin base explanation explanation of that word. Maybe not. I okay. Um, <laughs> I'm halfway between what and mind blown. Challenge sure. connected. Yeah, connected. Challenge connected. Oh my god, you're on. You're on the ball. So um, this week, uh, I as I get, I, I subscribe to a lot of different news sites that give us new information. Um, uh, and so when I'm when I'm in between receiving tweets about things that I really don't care about, thank you Twitter uh, for identifying that I'm obviously obviously a uh, American sporting fan, being that I've never followed nor read any Twitter post or anything to that effect ever. Right. But but interesting factoid: apparently Cowboys are versing Vikings this weekend in a football match. Wow! And that sounds incredible if it's what I think it is. Okay, surely the Vikings are going to get their ass kicked. The Cowboys are just going to shoot them. Oh, yeah, but Vikings are sneaky. They have weaponry. They can sneak up from... They're very loud. They're, wear, they, they're wearing a lot of armor, aren't they? Aren't they mostly melee? Well, it depends. Are you talking Vikings? Do, 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 do they have the ability to draw on the power of the Norse gods? Because then they're going to win. So, presumably, they have some level There's of There's no cowboy gods. They'll have some kind of spellcasting ability. Is there a cowboy they? god? No. Billy Kid? <laughs> it's not a cowboy god. <laughs> Maybe they can raise him for the dead and have an entirely new type of zombie movie. Um, yeah, but so no, that that sounds to me actually that would actually be fantastic. Cowboys go down pretty quick. If only that was. That, can they be sued in the same way No Man's Sky was sued for false advertising? Because there's no cowboys, there's no Vikings on that field attacking oh. each other. By the way, that's part of our news this weekend. Interesting segue. Oh, that. Oh, No Man's Sky. The no update. Man's Sky. Oh no, no, no. There's a couple of things about No Man's Sky. The first thing um, about No Man's Sky is a ruling came out about their false advertising. Things that people were uh, having gotten about. Really, uh, they got overturned. They the courts basically said no, it wasn't false advertising. That is made up of in-game footage, very select in-game footage. I don't believe the worlds were actually ones that were there, but the footage was from in the game. That's, That's a technicality. Some old bullshit, I think. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that they were from Good. the game, and then they had to scale the game back due to process and stuff. Then they're not in the game. <laughs> well, it was in the game at the time the footage went up. But if they the remove web, the game, you can't. They're not in the game. Ask Doctor Who. You can't remove things from history after you've already put them on the net. Once it's on the net, it's there forever. If I say I'm going to give you fifty dollars, okay, right. And then I don't give you $50. Do you have $50? No, no. This is like you say, I'm going to give you $50 and you give me $50 in a glass case. And then you leave it there. And then it bursts into flame and disappears. <laughs> Did you give me $50? Yes. Do I have $50? No. So, I'm disappointed, yeah. but it, yeah. So, <laughs> a great metaphor there. But no, the, the more interesting thing is actually the update that came out, I think. I've been playing around with that. Oh, have you? Yeah, I started up. I in, haven't. I started up in creative mode. Well, yeah, well, fair enough. Good for you. <laughs> I went to creative mode and uh, got to say the building system is pretty good. And yeah, right. it, there are teleporters now that let you mark buildings that you've basically um, have as homes. And if you build them on different planets, you can teleport between them and your ship comes with you. See, now that's cool. That's cool. Okay, so, so they've kind of gone uh, like the, the uh, uh, very similar to Starbound. They, yeah. Yeah, <clears throat> they fixed. They oh, fixed a lot actually, of complaints you had in the original. You see, that's good. See, that's actually kind of what I was hoping. Because Starbound, I love Starbound. Although it doesn't work for me anymore, and I can't work out why. Aww. It's very frustrating. It's because your laptop's crap. No, I think it's because of the um, the mods I had on there, and I think one of the mods is broken, yep. and I'm not motivated no, uh, enough to you fix find it. 
what I've seen before an update has come out and the mod hasn't got updated to work with the update thus you can't load your save games anymore because the save games require the mod correct which is really annoying you screwed your game told you not to install mods My, did you lose it no good mods on the Starbound front as well um, going back a bit from Starbound you of course remember Terraria I think you've only played it on mobile they've yeah. just this month they released another Terraria of PC update every two years they'll just go here's an update and we'll just push out a ridiculous amount of content yeah, I know. Um, you, you sent me a really excited message last night on Facebook about it, yeah. and I was like, oh, I just, I just don't give a shit. You've never played it on PC, have you? <sighs> it's okay. Pathetic human. I've got a, a whole bunch of other content to play through before I play new content, oh. which is probably never going to happen. Yeah. There yeah. You go. Uh, oh, another one, by the way, Novus Inceptio. I continue. Oh, yeah. I continue playing that one. Did it get better? No, nah, it's a stupid game, but. <laughs> It's got. It has got Hang the potential. On. No, yes. it's a stupid game with oh, lots. Because I potential. can't work. I can't work anything out. Um, <laughs> I, I managed to. I managed to work out how to build a building. This doesn't sound like it's uh, intuitive at all. No, it's um, it's very awkward. Really awkward. Yeah. Um, it needs. I think they need to drop the third person elements. I think it needs to be first person. Because uh, maybe there's a way to do it, but I couldn't find it. There's, there's like a, a key. There's like a million bloody. No, settings. no, no. You just put in C V V B B C C. Yeah, that's X, the one. Yeah, yeah. Make it red fish. No, there's like a million settings, so it's very difficult to find. It's configurable. It's expansive. They wanted to give you the full experience. Yeah, presumably they're going to drop all that. Exactly. It's it's the it's the polar opposite of the menu items in the youth trainers. Yeah, which is basically game. So yeah, so I um I still can't work it out, but um. I really want to like it. And I remember the name now. So, I mean, that's progress. <laughs> well, keep an eye on it. Yeah. I'm going to put it on my watch list. I won't put it on my wish list, but I have put it on my watch list. Uh, now, I actually have a little bit of news, which you don't know yet. I have um, news that you don't know, and I can't wait to go over it. It's beautiful. Okay, you tell me your news. And no, I'll no, 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 mine will, mine will lead on to a whole conversation. You show me yours, and I'll show you, you mine. No, uh, on the subject of which, big shout out to Alex Norton, who posted a gif of an enormous pile of dicks falling from the sky on my Facebook feed this morning. Good, 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 good. good. I don't know where you found that. That's, okay. uh, that's amazing. It looks like a physics test in a game <laughs> engine, just using dicks. Okay, so do you want to go or do you want me to go? I don't know what we're talking about anymore. You go first. News. Okay, cool. Um, so we got a uh, notification yesterday uh, that the uh, Adventurers League when it comes to D&D, is changing. So Changing how, Mr. Puck? They're getting rid of it. Well, yeah, I would so, call that a significant yeah. change. Um, so that's it, not a change. Yeah, that's so, a removal. So the way that um, the way that Adventurers League works now, for those who don't know, Adventurers League is the organized play of D&D. So that's what the stores use. So um, uh, they have very similar kind of things when it comes to like Magic the Gathering and, and you know, a whole bunch of other gaming systems where you have like a controlled environment effectively and you can go between stores you can go between conventions okay, yeah. you can take your characters yeah, I think we've spoken you. about that briefly before yeah it's very rule heavy uh, we don't really have a lot of it up here in Brisbane so Brisbane players rarely see it and to be honest when people are playing Adventurous League um, I don't know I think it's kind of stupid to be honest because there's no benefit <laughs> You're limiting plays. You're limiting the fun. Well, you can say whatever you want anymore if they're discontinuing it. Well, no. Adventurous League is going to stay where it is. Um, But the way that it works is that you have um, regional controllers. So, um, uh, down this neck of the woods, our regional controller um, is a guy named Merrick. Merrick's fantastic. um, And he's the Asia-Pacific regional controller. So, that's a big territory. Whereas in America, they have different states, basically. Yeah, okay. Uh, other, other region controls or, or RCs. Then within those, you have an LC. So up until yesterday, I was the Queensland LC or local coordinator. Okay. So the idea is that um, any uh, organized games that happen in Queensland, I am in some way involved in, in supporting them. And if they need anything, then they contact me. But... I've never once been contacted by anyone. I've never <laughs> known anyone who really needed any kind of help uh, because there's there's nothing. So to, you basically uh, work in government. Yeah, you kinda. have a role. No one ever wants you to do anything. Well, there's nothing to do. No one to say, Yep, there you go. You work in government. That's the thing. Like at most, I'm saying, if you need anything, let me know. I'm like, what can we ask for? Nothing. I have nothing to there give you. you. I have no resources. Um, they've been changing it very gradually. It used to be that the the LCs would get copies of all of the uh, what are called expeditions which are like mini yep. adventures that come a lot out alongside the um, the hardcover adventures um, uh, but you don't have to pay for them 
Uh, it used to be that you could get magic magic certificates, basically, mm. so magic item certificates that you could give out in tournaments. And, and now you have to pay for them. Now you have to pay for them, and you have to print them oh, yourself. Great. And when you print them, you have you to print, print them on a them certain kind of. Co- and you need to pay for them. Yeah, so it good used, stuff. It used to be they'd get sent to the stores, and then the stores would give them to the LCs, who then distribute it's them. Terrible. Out. Yeah. So what they've done is they've basically just said, "Look, it's not." <laughs> the way they phrased it was, "It's not really working." Really? Yeah. Your broken model didn't work? Yeah. Um, there's also, um, you don't really see it so much in Australia, but um, there's a lot of pissed off Americans, to be honest. Um, what? In gaming or just in general? In because- AL. <laughs> so like- I'm thinking in general, right now, yeah, there are a lot of pissed off Americans. Yeah. Like um, uh, like Merrick, for example. Merrick is based down in Melbourne and he runs, I think he runs about 15 or 20 stores down in Melbourne, right? And I mean, obviously in Brisbane, we've got what? Eight? I think in Brisbane, yeah. in total, and only half of them have um, event spaces. Um, but then Merrick also organizes things like PAX. So when we were down in PAX, we were working with with Merrick to run Adventures League tables, yep. right? It's all fine, all good. Um, uh, and Merrick's fantastic. The other local coordinators that I've spoken to in, in Australia are great. We're all very much operating independently and not really doing much exactly um, other than... Uh, uh, you know, running the occasional AL table. But um, in America, there's a lot of really angry people who feel like they're not being listened to. They're asking for just information and being ignored. Um, And there are a couple of like these little secret groups that popped up that were, you know, outside the ears of the regional controls. I'm like, like, the rebel groups. Kind of. Rising up against the evil empire. And just watching this and there's then a lot of drama that's then happening as well. I'm like, I don't, I don't get it. Can't you just, realistically do what you want like if you're already talking to the stores and organizing games whether or not wizards of the coast support you can't you do that anyway yeah like if you're going to promote it okay fine let's remove adventures league from the equation altogether See, i don't understand so, so they didn't seem to serve a purpose so are they actually just discontinuing so completely so they're discontinuing it entirely okay um so that sounds good well, for well, you. well sorry sorry no they're discontinuing the local coordinators um, I presume. Oh, so they're fixing a broken model by removing the only and people making that could it all have coordinated it. internal. Right. But my understanding is that the D and D team within Wizards of the Coast is like less than ten. There aren't many people doing this. Right. And they're based in America. So that sounds terrible. Destroy them. I don't get it. But uh, you, you know what? It makes no difference to us in Australia because nope. there aren't a lot of AL games over here. No, even exactly. less in Queensland. There's and the thing is, you seem off. to have destroyed that model anyway, so... Well, exactly. I mean, TPG eating Adventurers League. Well, see, that's the thing. Like, Dutch Potato, like, the idea is that we kind of created our own AL. Yeah. Um, Except you created it based on a model that actually works and people want to engage with. On people having fun. And instead yeah. we... Can- <laughs> Rather than go, you can't do that. Yeah, because You're that... Dumb. Okay, so there's two major groups on, on Facebook if you go onto. There's one that's like D&D 5th Edition and one that's D&D 5th Edition Adventures League. Okay. The 5th Edition one is great. You go on there and you post, oh, I, um, one of my players wants to uh, be a chair. Do you think I should allow them to be a chair? This is a legitimate question. Yeah. And about half the people just went, that's, that's a really stupid idea. How could you possibly make that work unless your party agrees to carry you everywhere? Um, and the other half were like, fuck yeah, that was, that was a great idea. <laughs> it's bizarre. It's then you see similar questions get posted on the Adventurous League group and people are full-on attacked aggressively for even entertaining wow. such an idea. And if they've got players who are acting like that, they need to be expelled <coughs> from AL immediately and not allowed I can to play see, with the group. I can see there's actually a place for those type of players that are the purists as well, though. But that's probably... I actually Go create your own purist groups. I actually see this as one problem in that it's going to release all those people back into... The main pool. Maybe they'll just leave. Yeah, because maybe see, they'll give up on gaming. Maybe they'll go and do something else. Yeah, because see, we the big difference we have at Dutch Potato is we effectively have a no dickheads rule. If you're that kind of person, so, if you're aggressive, mm, we don't want you. There are a lot of dickheads in the world. There are a lot of dickheads out there, and our key difference between us and a lot of other gaming groups is they allow anyone. So if you're a douche canoe, <laughs> go and join one of those groups. If you want to have fun and be social and just yeah. Just play the game with other like-minded people. Yeah, play with Dutch Potato. Yeah, that's exactly it. You can yeah. kick that butt anyway. <clears throat> I have some other news for you too. Yeah. Uh, I'll go to my, my news. I'll, I'll finish up this news and then I'll find my news that I just read before just because it was amazing. I don't know if you've read it yet. A um, <clears throat> couple other things. Shout out. Uh, one, uh, the feature that was missing from Pokemon Go that made all of the players just stop playing Pokemon Go, which was the 
tracking system. Yeah. Uh, it's apparently rolled out to a couple more areas of the US now, so it's on track to reach here by sometime in 2027. Everyone stop playing anyway. Yeah, Nobody who, cares. Who gives a crap? Um, <laughs> I, I'm actually curious. <laughs> Too what, late. What's their actual player numbers now versus, like, I don't know. There's actually a thing you could read up on this, and there's uh, it's not it's not mob mentality. It's... It's like fad mentality. The the quicker something becomes really really popular, yeah, the quicker, quicker it declines. I think, um, I think I've read about that. Yeah, and it's theirs was like a month, went insane, and then it disappeared. Um, I'll mentions uh, this game coming out, which don't know if you're aware of. It's it's been under development for so long. It's insane. Called the Last Guardian, which comes out in about a week. Yeah, right. Last Guardian has been a game that people have been waiting for since around about 2001 when it was first kind of announced that they were going to do it and it's been delayed and not happened and it looks really, really cool. Go check it out. I'm not sure if you could play it on the thing you've got, but game is out there that know what I'm talking about. You'll probably be really excited and like vibrating right now. Um, two other things I thought were interesting. Uh, Halo, like Microsoft announced that there is, a, there is a Halo esports reality show coming to broadcast television. So it's the first esports huh? esports television event Why? that's come Why out of the Halo? internet. Um, there, there's a lot of Halo esports, man. Is there? Yeah, big. I've never come across it. Well, Google Halo esports. Go to Twitch. Go to Twitch. Go, go to Twitch and type in Halo. Watch what happens as the site crashes. But it's um, being created by Pilgrim, who've done a bunch of uh, other stuff, and Lionsgate. The film company responsible for things like the Hunger Games. So interesting. I'm desperately hoping it's live Halo. They just get a bunch of people with weapons and throw no, them onto an abandoned it, desert area and nah, make them destroy be, each other. It'd be about following um, esports teams. Like yeah. it'd be a documentary style. Um, no, I don't think so. I think it's actually televised esports. I'm very interested to Are see sure? what happens there. I only read it this morning. If it's reality TV. It'd yeah, be like, I think it'd basically I, no, no, be no. Big Brother. I think the people esports. writing the news article didn't understand what esports was. So they just went, oh, it sounds like reality television. It's not. Guys, it's not. Yeah, right. Okay. We'll see what it is when it comes to I'd be out happy anyway. with either. Both be pretty cool. I watch all my esports on Twitch at the moment anyway. Uh, it's easier and it's free. It's, it's more been, interesting. It's, it's been a while since I've watched esports. Yeah. I, I still watch the StarCraft tournaments while eating like ham and cheese sandwiches, feeling like I'm in uni. Um, Funny enough, my wife's not a huge fan. So uh, well, of ham and cheese sandwiches, or uh, oh, she loves ham and cheese sandwiches, but uh, no, esports. no one's an esports. See, this is the thing. I've had people say to me, "What the hell are you watching? People playing games?" I turn around to the same people that usually go, "Well, why are you watching Cowboys and Vikings play football with each other?" Oh, they're playing it's football. the same friggin' thing. I think it's football. You didn't say it was football. I don't know what it is. Oh. Shootout, something like that. But no, um, one of the one of the things that I mentioned <laughs> before, which I thought was great. Um, now this is uh, it has a purpose and it is related to the community that we're talking to. So it's not just uh, it's not a rant. It is semi political in nature because it does involve the and people D Trump. However, am I going to like this? You are going to love because I usually don't like the political. You're going to love stuff. this. You're going to love this. Okay, uh, he he gave a speech this morning, which uh, I think it was this morning or was yesterday. Early in the week, at some point he's given a speech recently. I don't know if you've read this yet. I'll read it out to you in a speech at the USS Yorktown in Mount Pleasant, South Carolina, on Monday. Trump referenced the use by ISIS of social media as a recruitment tool. He recommended a discussion with Bill Gates to shut off parts of the internet across parts of America. There's more. Is that, lo- your is, face is, is great. Is this real? This is real. Um, we're losing a lot of people because of the internet. Well, okay. I read this on CNN and it didn't appear to be in any area that was a parody. It looks legit. And the thing is, the guy's nuts, so it's probably legit. Now, here's a quote. We're losing a lot of people because of the internet, Trump said. We have to go see Bill Gates and a lot of different people that really understand what's happening. We have to talk to them about, maybe, in certain areas of the country, closing the internet in some way. Somebody will say, oh, freedom of speech, freedom of speech. These are foolish people. We have a lot of foolish people. It does sound like him. It does. Did it's you, amazing, did, isn't it? Did you actually, I just, just on a side note, did you hear um, or read, uh, apparently he got all of the uh, the heads of all the different news, like major news channels in a room, and then just reamed them over how yeah. badly he'd been treated. Yeah. And like, Tom, they should be ashamed of themselves. That then, was basically But made them all the- sign NDAs, and yeah. every single one of them walked out and immediately talked about everything that they said Of course happened. they did, because the thing is, they all did, and there's no way of proving who actually told all the stuff that happened in the NDA anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
<clears throat> there's a stupid thing. It's like, I'm going to invite you all to my treehouse to tell you, you're not allowed in my treehouse. Yeah, yeah. Get out of my treehouse. But, okay. Despite but- what America may think, it's not, it's no longer, it is in certain geographic things, you, you can do certain things, but it's not technically possible to effectively close off the internet to certain parts of the country. Why not? I mean, you could, okay, they do it in places like parts like China and stuff like that, but because of the amount of carriers, the number of things, and the amount of stuff that's hosted offshore from the US, it's not viable. You can't turn off parts of the internet. No. You can turn off people's internet connections completely. You can't turn off parts of the internet. Yeah, look, let's be honest. The internet's not a car. Let- you can't just turn bits of it off. Let's be honest. Uh China really was ultimately going to end up like the the dominant superpower in the world. <laughs> oh well, there we go. All this is doing is just speeding up the, the process. Yep. Yeah. Bye, bye, America. Bye. Bye. See have you a beautiful time. See you later. If you're reading this on Facebook, well, you probably not because you don't have any anymore. <laughs> so suck it. Uh, suck it. But um, but yeah, I thought you'd find that interesting. Coming coming around to our games for the week. Um, there's a couple things. I thought would be interesting to go through because we no longer we don't have our interview. Um, we apologise to uh, we were originally going to have Peter, who's a 3D uh, developer for from the depths on the show, to talk about that. But however, I don't have the correct equipment to dial him in. So uh, typical, it is, uh, <laughs> it's typical. Uh, I I yes. Um, says the guy that forgot the name of the game that he wanted to mention this morning and had okay. to leave. Rad Rogers. Randy Rogering. Randy. Rad Rogers. I Randy always Rogering? Remember. That's I terrible. I always remember Rad Rogers. Uh, yes. Yeah. So what were we talking about? I was about to say, um, one of the games that I got to check out this week is another independent game. Now, it's currently on uh, only on Android only, but due to something I've seen on their Facebook page, I believe it's coming out for iOS soon, and it's a game called Slidey Feet. Oh yeah, yeah, that's did you right. Play that? Oh no, you can't. I can't because okay. it's on Android. Okay, um, I've got an Android device here with me to show you, unfortunately. But um, okay, this game's pretty cool. So, did you play? This is the clo- I'm gonna. This is the closest thing I can describe to it because it's it's a bit different. Stop picking at your microphone, what? you disgusting monkey. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, did you ever play Lara Croft Go? Ooh, ooh. So gone. Lara Croft Go. <laughs> did you go Lara Croft? Lara Croft Go. No. Okay, that's good. Um, <laughs> but it destroys the the comparison I was going to make. Okay. In- did you actually hang on? Did you um? Did you ever see that episode of Graham Norton where what? they where they interviewed? Is this your ADD kicking in? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, what are you e- talking about? There was an episode of Graham Norton where they uh, they interviewed the woman who did the voice of Lara Croft. Oh, okay. And she's actually quite a well known actress. Like, if which you saw- one? There's lots. Oh, it's like the most recent one. Okay, yeah, okay. Um, and if you saw her, you'd recognize her. Like, okay. I think she's been on like Downton Abbey and that sort of thing. And um, somebody out there had put together a soundboard of all oh, the different yeah. noises that she makes. And then they played them over and over and over to her. And she's like, God, please stop. Because she's just like, oh, 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 oh. And she's like, fucking stop it. <laughs> <laughs> That'd give you nightmares for the rest of your life. Um, Sorry, but anyway, slidey feet. Um, okay, there's a mechanic in that which is a little bit similar um, in terms of there are certain blocks you can walk on when you walk on them once. If you <laughs> you're threatening to bang the table, um, um, there's there's blocks on the ground you can walk over. You can only walk over them yep. once because when you walk over them the first time they crack. Touch them a second time, you fall to your death. Now, good. Slidey feet works off a similar principle. You have a little little character, little penguin guy, and you've got all these uh, this basically a path of ice. What are they falling into from the top? Um, well, I'm going to assume it's not water because penguins can swim. I was but just going to say, like, it's a big technical hole in the game. It's a good game. Um, but basically, the, the idea hole. is... It's a narrative hole. <laughs> You're such a dick. Um, you have to step on all of the blocks once to complete the level, but you obviously can't step on any of them twice or yeah. you fail. Um, simple mechanic. God, it gets hard. <laughs> I played the first I don't know, six or seven levels. Like, oh, it's great. Excellent. Excellent. Cool. Yeah. 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 And I got to, you know how some games have that level that you reach? I don't know which one it was. I reached a level and I went, I can't finish that level. Yeah. I've got a similar. But it's good. I have a similar situation. It's now. enjoyable. Dots and co. Dots and co. What the hell? Bitch. I'm up to like level like 78. I and you've reached the um as it, a few games have stuck and we've got the same thing but yeah it's it's good it's a simple mechanic but it's enjoyable it is a great time killer and like i said i think it's coming to ios soon as well 
Currently oh, on Android. That'd be good. Mm. Then you can play it with your enormous, ridiculous phone. My giant phone's great. Um, Rather than my pile of dicks. Yeah. That this phone is. Sucks, sucks bastard. Um, yeah. Sucks bastard. Yeah. Uh, um, what were we talking about? <laughs> You're having a great day oh, yeah. today. So, uh, Slidey Feet, that's a Brisbane-based developer. Yep. Lindsay, I think. Lindsay, yep. Yeah. Uh, so, if you want to meet Lindsay, Lindsay's going to be at the Christmas party on Thursday. Really? Aren't you, Lindsay? Even though you didn't RSVP, you son of a bitch. No. Go to no. an RSVP. <laughs> no. This is not the way to get attendees. <laughs> Have you not learned? Well, Lindsay, if you want to be there and you want to meet your players, like I mean, you've got to be there, man. Just saying. Yeah. Right. Well, th- okay. There you go. Cool. So... <laughs> <laughs> Well, you're holding people to ransom. I'm just going to check Facebook and see what other developers we've talked to so we can hold them to ransom as well. Yeah. To come. <laughs> um, there's a couple that can't make it, unfortunately, because they're based far in the deep south. Yeah. Um, which is understandable. Uh, On yeah. a Thursday night, having to travel like four and a half hours or something. Yeah. Not not really viable. Um, but in place of an interview, I thought I could do something. I thought we could go through something I was going to do uh, next week. And it, it came to mind... You know, a couple of weeks ago, we were talking about uh, Nintendo and all of the fucks they do not give, basically. Yes. Um, which which I think is you described as an empty warehouse full of people sitting around playing mobile games, waiting for something to happen. Yeah, playing PlayStations. Um, do you know the history of when Nintendo originally came yeah. from? Wasn't there, were there a card, playing card game? They're, they're, uh, playing they card kind of started a tabletop game. But do you know when? Yeah, it was like the 1700s or something, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. 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 For a long um, time. They're a Japanese company founded by a guy's name, I can't pronounce Fus- Fusajiri Yama Yamauchi. Mm-hmm. I'm great with words. Sure. Uh, <laughs> racist. In a- <laughs> what? <laughs> I did nothing racist there. You're a terrible person. 1889. Yeah, okay. 1889. Yeah. Only four years after Marty McFly arrived in the Old West. 1889. Yeah, okay. Yep. Um, anyway, I approve. Continue. Anyway, um, they they <laughs> distributed these cards called uh, Hanafuda cards. So I actually had to look up. Yeah. Uh, which is dissimilar in many ways to Western style decks, which have four suits. They have twelve, one for each month of the year, and they have beautiful artwork on on them. See, like if, if you look at some of these cards, look at this. I want to get some of oh, these yeah. cards and actually play with these. See, if they just waited. Like a couple hundred years, um, then they could have been cashing in on the tabletop industry that's now become popular again. Well, I'll make sure to tell them next time I run into anyone. From well, they didn't do anything else. Yeah. Well, <laughs> there you go, Nintendo. Revive that. There's your next console. It's not a console. It's a deck of cards. Yeah. Um. But yeah, over the over the course of their uh, of their development, they they basically. Up till 1956, were a trading card company, and then they got into consumer electronics and toys, and only did anything to do with um, games again in, after 1973. Um, right. They weren't the one I was trying to remember. There was a company like Sony that started off manufacturing, I don't know, hair curlers or something really weird. Nintendo? No. What? Was it Nintendo? <laughs> no. Microsoft. No. No. I think it was Microsoft. Stop it. Lions, it sounds like Lionsgate. Microsoft. <laughs> No, Microsoft was started by um, the guy that controls the internet, according to Trump. So, <laughs> you know, I'm pretty sure this is just going back there for a second. I'm pretty sure Bill Gates watched that and he was like, what? What? Why, yeah, do, you, Bill, why yeah. do you want to talk to me? No, no, no. Bill Gates is in like Africa, like dealing with malaria. And then he gets it like a message from his <laughs> wife or something going, you might want to turn on like Channel 3. Like, <laughs> oh, God, not again. <laughs> I don't own the internet. Stop messaging me. Um, I know we're jumping around a bit, but I actually... Oh, this is chaos, isn't it? I have a little bit of extra news. There's no flow to this show. Who else is loving the ADD feel of this? I am. I um, try and control things. You're okay. just like a car crash. Okay, so now that we've done the um the, the rainforest retreat, which, by the way, was a resounding success. How did your dungeon in the forest where it things was, happen? Oh, my God, it was fantastic. Were you sober for any part of that? Uh, very little of it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I DM'd one day and uh, we started off just having a few casual drinks and then uh, we introduced the rule at some point, if you rolled a critical one, you took a shot of tequila. If you rolled a critical 20, you chose somebody else to take a shot of tequila. It was great. Uh, Everyone uh, chose you, didn't they? They sons of bitches. <laughs> um, 
But I'm but sure some, your metabolism would be better than some of the other attendees anyway. You would think that, but you would be wrong. Um, You're past 30, man. Your metabolism's dead. Yeah, so I'm a loud drunk. So, um, yeah. Oh. It was great. It was really, really good. Um, You've so, never seen me drunk and you never will. One day. Um, nope. So, uh, the Labyrinth of the, the Gods of event coming up at 15th of January. Um, okay, so there are about... At this stage, we have about 20 tickets left. So, that's four teams worth of, um, of, of tickets left. Really? So, if you want to get in, you got to get in pretty quick. Uh, we now have some confirmed prizes that I can officially announce. Oh, goody. Okay. So, we goody have bags. three sponsors for this. First one is uh, um, uh, Deep Gray Photography. Um, so they have donated donated seven hundred and fifty dollars worth of uh, photography. I we this last week. I'm sure. No, I, no, I couldn't confirm it, but now I've confirmed it with Level Up Glass. Okay. Yeah. Um, so that's Deep Grey. The second uh, sponsor is Luminous Ages, or of course our old friend Anthony Christow. Um, Andy Christo. Christo. Andy. Andy. And and Tony. Andy Christo. Whatever fuck your name is, Anthony. Oh, you're um, mean. Yeah, well, no, we love Anthony. Anthony's great, but he uses too many different names. <laughs> Only two. Okay, so anyway. He, Only two. I've got at least three. He has donated uh, $500 worth of art. Um, so we have yeah. five A3 prints of his fantasy art. We have a large uh, canvas print of his art as well. That one's, that one's valued at $150. Ooh. Yeah, which is great. Uh, and then we've also got four copies of Luminous Ages. So the value mm-hmm. there of a hundred bucks. Those cards are amazing. Yeah. So um, uh, just between the two of them, we've got twelve hundred and fifty dollars. Then we've got Level Up Dice. Now, uh, 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 Alex and the guys have really come to the party on this one. So not only is Alex bringing up a Sydney team, um, he's just finalising the last two members now, mm. and then he's sponsoring them, bringing them up, putting them in a hotel, uh, and then uh, bringing them in. Um, they have donated a thousand dollars worth of dice. Wow. Yeah. So for the winning nice team, going. you they've donated um, five sets. Well, not five sets, sorry. They've donated $750 worth of dice. Now, I don't know yet exactly what that's going to look like. They are sorting out something special and mm. it's going to be unique, right? So the winning team will each receive a special dice-based prize from Level Up Dice. That's um, amazing. Yeah. Um, now, they're also donating a set of aluminium dice as a lucky door prize. So, cool. every player who walks through the door will get an opportunity to win. Um, uh, they're also putting in an additional $120 worth of prizes throughout the day. So, for example, there might be a dice that you could win if you get first blood. Or there might yeah, be another okay. one uh, if you say, just say we have a room. I'm not saying we do, but just say we have a room where you're versing a bronze dragon. Right, if you the first first team to kill the bronze dragon um, gets, gets a, a bronze, bronze dice. dice, yeah. Ooh. So um, die. Die. die, 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 a bronze die. So um, all up, we're looking at a total prize pool of two thousand two hundred and fifty dollars. Oh my god, That's it more is than my first car was worth. Yeah, it is going to be an amazing day. Now we also as well. Um, we have a special team. A good friend of ours, um, they're based up on the Sunshine Coast, oh. have just registered <laughs> their nicknamed, team. I'm going to nickname them the Destroyers. <laughs> yeah. So, between them, uh, they have over 100 years of experience playing D&D. Yeah. If you're going to PvP with these guys, <laughs> I think be careful. Now, I think they are the team to beat. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, there are a few others out there, a few other uh, players out there who I think... Not mentioning any names, but Jack, Travis, and Steve. Uh, I think you guys. Oh, oh and of course. They're going to give them a run. Oh, and Shane. Money. Oh, and Andy. Yeah, okay. Hang on. I know a team. Shandy. Yeah. So, um, we have a few players. Um, uh, we we only met them a few months ago, which we're very glad they came to play with us, um, uh, who are Jack, Steve, and um, uh, and Travis. And again, they're... They're very good. They're very good, and uh, I don't. Uh, uh, I don't think there's any shame in admitting that um, uh, when I first DM'd for them, that was an intimidating experience because they really know what they were doing. So if they go up against these, maybe that'd be interesting. Yeah, that'd be really interesting. So, um, yeah, it's going to be All a good day. All the walls day. will fall down. You got some good prices there, man. Yeah, I know. I it's know. amazing. That event's exploded. Yeah, and my wife's playing as well. So, awesome. uh, I feel like she is also someone to beat because. Um, She's a clever clogs. 
A cl- what? She's a clever clogs. Clogs that That's are clever. That's a saying? Yeah, clever clogs. Didn't Peppa Pig all the time. Um, it doesn't necessarily mean it's a, it's a yeah. colloquialism. You can't just put something in yeah. Peppa Pig and make it. But um, but yeah, we've, we've also just confirmed all of our DMs. Um, so, uh, it is going to be a really good day. I need to find a Napoleon hat. Uh, no, you don't. Yes, oh, God. I need... Okay. You don't... Yes, okay. I do. You, had a, you have a war room. Yeah, I have That's a enough. war room. I have a war you room You don't where need a Napoleon hat. I have a war room with about... Um, uh, with, with a big boardroom table. You want table. those other little things as well? What are they? The little... The, the, you know, the pushy sticks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What, what are those called? The, uh, they're like a rake. Are they what, called a rake? They're called a rake I don't think it's games. actually called a rake, but it's... Pushy yeah. stick. Yeah, pushy stick. So you need I'm, a pushy stick. That's what Napoleon called yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm... check. Because I'm not DMing in this one. I'm coordinating all the tables, and I'll be keeping track of where all the teams are so Hang that on. when PvP Hang is on. imminent... I'm just... I'm just googling Napoleon's pushy stick. Oh wait, maybe I just should could Google bring that. up some horrible things. <laughs> Napoleon's Curtis uh, um, Foundation stick. That's makeup. Yep. Uh, now uh, in ne- in next week's show as well, I'll have a little bit more. What's it called? Wait, 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 wait. We got it. What's it called? Uh, it's a question on games for jobs. Don't live in the base without the pushy reachy stick thing. Uh, I'm just waiting for the page to load because um. We're at North Lakes at the moment, broadcasting for our North Lakes studio, so the internet is running at the speed of uh, puck towards a non-gluten-free cupcake. I don't know. So, yes, yeah, so not at all. Um, yep. Well. Yeah, anyway. So, <laughs> okay. Very random question. I have to segue here. It's a kind of joke my guys are trying to buy one. We've set up a war room, or rather management has. It sounds like a great company. So we'd love to get some of those staffs, the sticky things, whatever they're called, that push some risk units around a domain nav something. I can't think of what the name of it is, and what, nor can I find it on the internet. What is the name of the pushy stick thing? First answer, it's called a stick. <laughs> Thanks, Cold Forge. You've answered that one. <laughs> All right, so I need to get a stick and a Napoleon hat because I'm going to uh, on uh, um, uh, we because one of the rooms at um, the community place which at Stafford, which is where we're playing, um, there's like a boardroom off to the side. So in that boardroom, I'm going to have uh, a big thing of butcher paper with the labyrinth actually mapped out on it, and then figurings to demonstrate where each of the teams are, and I'll be pushing them around, cackling maniacally. Well, you can call it a war stick or a croupier stick. No, I don't think it's a croupier stick. A war the, stick. A war stick. My war stick. You're going to stick your war stick in something at the... Uh, yeah. So, if you're at the uh, Labyrinth event, watch out for Puck's war stick. Mm-hmm. So, and on next week's show, I'll have a little bit more information. We will... Uh, e- each team is going to be themed. They're going to have a name. Uh, each team will also have a team captain as well. So, I only have to tell oh. eight people things as opposed to 40. Um <laughs> That's always good. And um, yeah, the DMs, we're, we're ramping up. We've got about half of the encounters written. Um, and oh my God, um, there was an exchange with one of the DMs over one of the encounters that I wrote where he's taken issue with it because of how truly evil and demented it is. Excellent. Um, There's no reason to have an issue with that. What's the problem there? No, he couldn't see the puzzle of it. And I'm like, no, the puzzle is to fuck the players. And he goes, that's not that's a not, puzzle. Uh, no, okay, I, okay, that's not a puzzle. Yeah, yeah, that's not a puzzle. It's a bit evil. Yeah, but it's not a puzzle. It's not, well, no, but it doesn't okay, matter. If you put a person in a room where all the walls and the floor are made out of, like, Panels that have nails sticking out of a them. A puzzle. That's not a puzzle. Feels like a puzzle. It's a puzzle much the same. This is a GLaDOS-style puzzle, isn't it? This is a portal puzzle. <gasps> yes, it it's is. punishing and there's no reason or for it there, and there's no cake. There might have to be a GLaDOS room. You ha- Oh, my God. Yeah. I- okay, anyway. I'm not going to give away an too much. science room. That would be the greatest crossover yeah. in the history of time. Um, we are also going to make this event, I think, an annual an annual thing, so we'll bring back like the reigning champion team the following year and that kind of yeah. thing. Oh, you mentioned so, that. That's going to be cool. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's um looking exciting. Well, that's going to be awesome. I don't have any events to speak of apart from the uh, Christmas party next Jeep week. Next Jeep left Eastern. Yeah, next week. RSVP. That's it. Yeah. Um, next week's going to be a uh, uh, if we have a show next week, it might be a dif- bit difficult coordinating it next week. Um. We uh, that will be our second last show for the year. Our last show for the year is going to be the week after. Only oh. two shows left, and so that means two weeks until we do our rundown of every single possible thing that's happened in the entire year. Um, but on the subject Ooh. of uh, of No Man's Sky, I wanted to give a shout out to a couple little independent games on Steam 
which are worth checking out. Now, these are in my pile of indie games that are in the in the space area of right. things. Is it COD? It better not be it's COD. Not COD. COD's not an indie game. Well, I don't know. You started playing COD. You could be about to say anything. Start playing COD. Fucking maniac. Single player COD. It's fine. It's fine. Fine. Go it's on. Fine. Go on with goddamn reviews. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Fuck you all. Um, COD player. Um, Fucking wanker. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> anyway, um, now that I've done my piece on COD, my COD piece. Yeah. Um, Hurry up. That was terrible. Okay, so no, space, space... Themed games. Um, there are a couple here that I'm gonna, gonna shout out. Shut up. Uh, one of them is game came out before No Man's Sky, which looks to have achieved not quite the same thing, but similar. It's called Rodina. Have you come across that? Rodina, no. Uh, it's a it's a untextured polygon graphic style game um, where you essentially start out just on this planet, and then you find your ship, and you have to gather resources and stuff from the planet to take on the ship, and your ship, you know can travel to you you can upgrade your engine to fly to a different you know planet Sounds in a second, familiar. then upgrade it fly to different things however the only the main difference is the um a lot of the planets have orbital defenses where they launch ships into space that you can then attack but on the ship and on the ground you find excerpts of different log files that have been sent by interstellar communication and it starts revealing this really intricate plot of all this bizarre stuff that's happened there. There's several plot lines mm. in it and you don't so much interact in them as you find the evidence and the notes that tell you about what are going on in those plot lines. This came out before before No Man's Sky. That's quite, a quite cool a idea. Um, and the developer was X... Might have been... He might have worked on Starlancer or something. Mm. Um, he, he was from that and he, he kind of developed as a just a private little indie game. One guy, one, t- one person team. Interesting. Um, it's pretty cool. It's fun. It's it's basically not quite as evolved as No Man's Sky when it was when it came out, but it got no hype whatsoever. I think it should have got a bit more attention. It could have been a very impressive big game. It's still developing. It's pretty good. Um, hmm. Other ones worth shouting out to, you have to have played Faster Than Light, right? Uh, FTL? I have it. I haven't played it yet. What? I know. Wow. Okay. It feels like it's a game that I w- that I need to spend a little bit of time on. No. Well, yes and no. That game is probably of all the games I have, that is the game I've spent the second amount largest amount of time ever playing. The highest is Terraria. The second would be FTL, and I'll tell you why. You can have a game of FTL in 8 minutes. Yeah, Easy. Right, okay. Because it's stateless. You start off with a crew and a ship. And you go through and you interact with things and you fight things. And the idea is to get to the center and defeat like the big bad mm. thing at the end, which I've never managed to do because um, it's fucking hard. But in FTL, once you die or your ship blows up, game over. Completely start again from scratch every single time. Yeah, right. Okay. So it sounds like a punishing game, but it's so much fun. Hmm. Che- check it out. Really easy yeah, to learn. And you can just go, I've got five minutes. going to have a game of FTL. But yeah, what you okay. end up doing is just playing it over and over and over and over and over, and then yeah, right, okay. Well, I, okay, I've been a little bit uh, confusing. Like I've heard people talk about how uh, how much time they've spent playing it. And I've assumed, oh, okay, yeah, it's not. Oh, okay, yeah. I was thinking it was like a civilization type no, game. So I'm no, like, okay. no, 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 no. You've got basically your ship, and you can buy stuff from trade stations, and you can only buy like two or three items at a time anyway. You have a ship and you've got crew members. You can get more crew members from spaceships you run into that just walk around and all you do is you tell them, you go and repair this room. You go and do this. You go and fix that gun. You go into this room and do this. Oh, people are boarding. Everyone go there and fight them. So it's kind of like yeah, an okay. RTS if the whole RTS area was a thing this big with about five rooms. Yeah, right. Interesting. Um, okay. All text-based. Really good soundtrack too. FTA well would be up on one of my top games that I never added to my top games list, I don't think. I might have. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we might have to do a top five games of uh, 2016. Uh, well, that was... Maybe in our, was maybe like in our last... team, I think. FTL. Yeah, yeah. yeah, maybe in our last, uh, our last uh, the, uh, one for the year. Yes, yes, that'd be good. Um, other games of note, uh, Space Run, which is a tower defense with the idea flipped on its head where, you know, in tower defense, you have... Base and land, you build towers, stuff tries to invade, you stop it from getting to your capital point. In this one, you're a space trader that has to get from point A to B with cargo. And you're on this ship that's made up of all these little hexagon, hexagonal panels, and you can build guns on it. 
to shoot incoming ships and asteroids as they go past you. So it's basically tower defense where you're building the towers on a moving object as you move through yeah, other areas. Okay. That game is fun. There's a sequel That's called cool. Space Run Galaxy, which I actually didn't like as much as the first. Yeah, okay. Um, that one that was really good. Get that. I would get that one. Check it out. Uh, and the final one, which I've been playing recently, is actually by developers of another game called SteamWorld Dig that I quite liked, um, which was a bizarre but fairly awesome game called SteamWorld Heist. Yep. Now, it's not a spacey shippy game, sort of. You're on one and you raid other spaceships. It's space themed. It counts. Um, it's a turn-based strategy game where you invade these uh, other ships. Oh, sorry, not invade. You basically progress through this series of levels and gauntlets and stuff and there's a plot line that runs in the background and you save people and all this kind of stuff and you're all these weird steampunk robots a civilization of robots essentially yeah okay yeah yeah. um but the combat is fairly interesting as in it's a platformer but you can move each character a certain number of steps each turn and then you've got another set of turns which you can use up by moving more steps or you can fire one of your weapons once at a certain thing so it's very much a they take a turn you take a turn so it's kind of like Bit like worms, except instead of a time limit, you've got a number of steps you can move. This sounds very similar to XCOM. Yes, it is. Very, yeah, right, very okay. similar. Except it's... Uh, was the original XCOM wasn't a platformer, was it? Was it? Not a platformer. No. It was a top-down. And so yeah, this is... Squares, you can move people. So, uh, side-scrolling, um, really beautiful graphics. Uh, platformer. Very tactical. Gets quite tricky in parts. Unless you play it on easy like me, and then it's not really tricky at all. But... um. I'm a wuss. I always play everything yeah. on easy. Right. If there's if there's an option when you start a game that's tell me a story and that's a difficulty level, that's the one I choose. Yeah, right. But that one's good too. Okay. Well, I think it probably brings us to the end of our oh, rambling. I think it does. This is a ADD bit of a show. One. And the great thing is we can't recut this or do anything with this weekend because of, of the way we're recording it. So you get to hear it raw, not ordered into any sensible manner. This is what comes out of us when we, you know, have what no you editing see suite. Is what you get. Exactly. So <laughs> next... Next uh, next time of the 8th, please RSVP for that. That's going to be a really great night. Oh, I didn't even mention what's going on at that night. We've got Don't RSVP. RSVP. Just come along. Fully stocked. Okay. It'll be fine. Fully stocked bar. Yeah, you Don't can do that too. To him. Just turn up. Um, fully stocked bar. Fantastic food. That place has amazing food. I haven't eaten lots, there yet. Yeah, I, I'm looking forward yeah. to it. Uh, lots of space. There's going to be um, a retro gaming station. The soundtrack is going to be various music from 80s to now. There's going to be two tables of Munchkin. It's going to yeah, be Munchkin great. Yeah, Munchkin be good. Um, but mainly there, come along, have a drink, eat a good meal, and uh, have a party with the gamers and stuff. Yeah, it should be fun. Awesome. All right, guys. Have a good week, and we will see you on Thursday, and then we you will hear us on Friday. Yep. You'll probably hear yourselves if you're there, because we'll record part of it on Thursday. Yep. This is Buck. This is Cuba. Bye.